Hello and welcome to this Irish Life podcast, number eight. Number eight. <laughs> number eight. Welcome back, Duggan. Welcome back, Shoes. Uh, I was going to call you Johnny there. Yeah, well, well. well I we can call you Johnny as well if I want to, I suppose. Yeah. That's it. Many names. Welcome back. How are uh, you doing anyway? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, man. Yeah, Excellent. very good. Busy. Nice. Very busy. Excellent. Good to be busy. Reading up on all the stuff that we need to... Yeah, we have an action-packed agenda again today. Yeah, Good yeah. things to talk about. Get comfortable. Yes. But, um, yeah, so today, what, what are we going to talk about? I'm going to we'll have a look. Well, there was an intro that we're going to start doing, which is very Oh, important. yes, we'll do the, the intro. Podcast. I was actually asking you what well, are we going to talk about. Um, if you want. But you're asking me. Well... So, Go for it. Well, I bet I belt away. Yeah. Yeah. So today, what we're going to talk about, Doug? We're going to talk about mental health, nice brain function. Excellent. Because it was topical this week. Um, mental health. Mental health day. day. Yes. It was this week, I think. Mm. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk a little bit about and you know, how it works, what's going on with it, uh, from the point of view of the brain and from the point of view of kind of day to day life and. Mm. Kind of stuff. Like stress and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Like it. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna have a super chat then about ancient history. Ooh. Following on a small bit from the conversation last week, but we're gonna focus on giants. Yeah. Well let's let's we're, we're going balls deep like. So ancient history and giants are super oh, interesting. Yeah. We we are going we're going straight into it like. Yeah. As in like it's a. Uh, a lot of listeners actually I found were getting on to me on social media and texting. They loved it and I uh, just felt that we didn't cover enough. And uh, I think that you have so much to say. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be interesting, very enjoyable. Uh, what else are we going to have? We're going to have a little bit of UFC, small bit of UFC. Nice. Uh, maybe a little bit of martial arts. Yeah, um, we're going to give a bit of a props about martial arts and stuff like that, the history of martial arts. Boom so back in the nether, is it? Oh, it's a boom back in the nether, sorry. boom yeah. back in the nether. Did I, did I just say that? Uh, I don't know, I think prop, prop of the problem and could prop. have turned up today. Yeah, and yeah. was replaced with a boom back in the nether. I think boom back in the nether is way better. Anyway. Boom back in the net. So, on top of that, what else are we going to talk about? Uh, well, I suppose, to be honest, it's so important that we get to the main topics in this podcast, which is like the ancient history of supposedly what happened. There's a lot of coinciding stuff that you were talking about. I can't wait to hear about. Yeah. But before we go anywhere near that, would you like to just give me some, what you were on about mental health? I looked into some of it as well. I found it astounding. Yeah. Well, I, I was looking into the mental health from the point of view of the brain and how the brain works because... <clears throat> Excuse me. When I was writing the book, I did oh, a bit. Yes. The ebook. The ebook. So when I was writing the book, I came across brain chemistry and how brain chemistry influences mood and how it operates with addictions as well. So. <clears throat> excuse me. You're okay. Have an old sup of water. Have a drink of water there. You're getting. You're just getting going there, kid. Give an old. I don't want to be. <clears throat> Sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. I don't want to be coffee the whole way through it. That's all right. Must be coffee or something. I don't know what it is. That's the coconut oil that we just had there. You know? 
Anyway. Okay. So, I originally looked into it from the point of view of the brain, the chemicals and the reactions that are going on in the brain when the... Um, and related to behaviour then. Mm. So, you can be depressed and anxious. You can feel all different... Um, all different emotional responses based on how the chemicals are firing in your brain and how the the, the neurotransmitters, how much neurotransmitters are being produced. Nice, yeah. So the neurotransmitters, so in the brain you have, um, I think it's neurons, and then they're, they connect through neurotransmitters. And the neurotransmitters are like dopamine, serotonin, I think uh, glute, glutamate was another one mm. and melatonin is another mm. one so they're all pretty common like yeah. most people would have heard of them day to day like yeah. you've heard of serotonin haven't you and yeah. melatonin well you know i um i found i think selenium is related to how they work as well i think one helps the other like the serotonin helps the the neurotransmitters and the neurons like they're it's almost like one needs the other that's exactly it, Chan. And they seem to be amino acids. Yeah. And when they aren't working, then things are not going that oh. well. You could feel quite low mentally. Or like maybe. mental and anxiety. And you can feel, you can, like, there's a, there's a wide range of feelings, of bodily feelings, uncomfortable bodily feelings that mm. are related to, uh, are related to kind of poor levels mm of the neurotransmitters um, and then this is <clears throat> this is not only day to day do we not feed our brains with enough enough amino acids which are used to create the neurotransmitters mm. so amino acids being I mean most people relate amino acids to that what you get out of meat yeah protein, but am, protein yeah but amino acids occur across all everything you can you can get your full amino acid profile from plant-based and from animal-based products yes so the amino acids are used and what happens is a process converts the amino acids into serotonin melatonin glutamate there's a process that occurs i think when you mix when you mix it with, I actually have it down here. Sorry, no, is this the amino acid therapy you're kind of referencing, or is that like something totally different then? This would be similar to the amino acid therapy, I suppose it would be. Um, so like an, an, you, an angle, how you'd almost attack it, like if you were yeah, deficient. It would be, yeah, I mean, it, w it is amino acid therapy, really. Mm, yeah, hundred nice. percent it is. I, like I just haven't—I hadn't heard the term used. In the that could be just an old marketing thing again. You know all these things, That's how things it. are created, the and then you go pay an old package and go off and get your own therapy done. Or, yeah, I'm sure it probably works, but I think so. they'd want to be using real stuff anyway, not synthetic if they're, if they're offering that. Organic is best, but just to give. Oh yeah, very good. Just to give, just to give an idea of, like vitamin B six takes the amino acid L-phenylalanine, converts it to tyrosine, and from this dopamine is formed. Mm. This is a feel-good motivating neurotransmitter, top mood booster and motivator. 
So all of these amino acids, that's just one example there out, of the, e out of the book. That's the e-book. That's in the appendix. Like the e-book has all of this information in it. I saw it only, but that e-book is a weapon. Yeah, and it's just a little That's a life weapon. That's what I wanted it to be. Do you, know, do you know what it is? It's like a lightsaber in Star Wars when you go around <laughs> whip it out, take a man's head off. It's pure that. Oh, 100%, except it's putting heads on. Oh, yes. Do you know The lightsaber that puts Making your head back bigger. on. Yeah. Increase your army. Yes, I like it. Um, but that's, so going back to the brain then. So they're the amino acids that are used to produce the mood boosting chemicals, mm. which make you feel relaxed, they make you feel happy, they make you feel motivated, they make you feel energetic. Um, kind of how we're supposed to feel, mood. would you think? Well, the natural state is most certainly, I mean, the body has the capability to feel this good. Yes. But we choose not to. I know there's a lot of them in green tea, those things are on about. Is there? Yeah, because when we cover green tea a couple of weeks back as a hot topic. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, um, hot topic. When we did cover that, uh, I remember serotonin and the uh, melatonin popped up. You get back to the transmitters back again, there the, was something about that going on. Probably something. Maybe there's a mean. I presume that. Is, that, is there much amino acids? I they were saying it was an old antidepressant you could start using and all that yes. stuff, you know, five cups a day. Yeah. Oh, stuff. yes. So interesting. Interesting. Italian. We should uh, have a look into that. Supposedly, a very natural way of getting the, you know, the way some, some things your body won't take in. Again, back to this, uh, supplements that are synthetic. Mm. Nothing like the real thing. Yeah. You know? Nothing like the real thing. When it's yeah. real food. Sometimes, like the vitamin C, like, Pine nowhere needles. near. Mm. Yeah, you know? that was fucked up. I mean, like, how how much of a... That blew my That was the ultimate bollocks, bollocks alert. alert. Was that a bollocks alert? Uh, it was. I think that was, was the it? first was bollocks, the first alert, bollocks it? alert. It was too. Yeah, yeah it was. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Epic. <laughs> off the charts. I know. Nuts. Yeah. So, what are we up to? Yeah. Um, Brilliant. But the mental health thing, um, you were saying anyway, Basically, the aminos are like the, let's just say, they're filters that empty out and you need to keep filling them up. Mm -hmm. And there are different, there's different filters, you know, and they all fill up when you've got the full chain in or whatever. And then you have to like maybe have food like high plant-based food, quinoa, beans, kidney beans, all these kind of things that are like, you, you know you're going to get the aminos in. High, yeah. high magnesium food, all these things seem to really add to it. And uh, it's, it's an interesting take because it brings us almost back to the, the diet again. And it is. The eating and... Back again. You can get, you can feed your brain the amino acids that it needs to produce the mood boosters that will dictate how you feel, good or bad, day to day. Of course, there can be extenuating circumstances or circumstances like when, yeah. you know, life just gets a bit too out of hand and you're having a you shit day. It. You, you could know? be unfortunate enough to be like in a kind of a stressful job where you might be, you know, not appreciated and maybe for what you're giving into the, you know, um, but, um, yeah, the stressful job can be difficult when you have somebody that is constantly giving you trouble, Yeah. but any, anybody difficult in life. I'd say it happens a lot in jobs, people like putting up with a boss or, yeah. You know, feeling a bit bullied by oh, someone, maybe. I wonder how amino acids do in that circumstance. But it gives you motivation to get out of that mm. scenario. Because nobody deserves to be 
in a scenario like that there's always an option i think well usually would it not go like a food chain so the person who's probably being picked on in work maybe the person like the boss who's picking on them probably has the amino acid deficiency but they also have the power so yes. they can probably just like milk the shit out of being a prick like a lethal combination mm, that's dangerous isn't it yeah probably common enough as well do you ever hear that saying give a man power and i'll show you what kind of man he is I think I have heard that, yeah. yeah. Very true. Oh, stop. Yeah. There's a lot of people who love a bit of power. Weird enough, though. It's yeah. kind of a... So they're the ones that are, we reckon, we, we're putting them down as amino acid deficient. Mm. I they like should, it. We so should, you stay on top of your protein. We should reach out to them with an amino acid drink every day and say, yeah, take, you're that, right. take that there. Meet someone stressed It'll help you be less of a prick all your life. <laughs> Very good, very good. Maybe. Um, yeah, and like the the stress, anxiety. That's what it's a big, big problem can, these days. Can I just say one word with the stress as well, if you don't mind? You can indeed. Energy. Mm. A lot of people try to rise up to heaven. Well, look, maybe if you're just total not with it. You try your eyes up to heaven when you, when you think that energy doesn't exist, but energy definitely exists. Like, you know, 100%. someone I... who walks into a room and creates a negative energy, that's energy. Mm. You know, like um, your child crying because they're upset, that's energy. Like child crying nonstop is energy. Like there's energy there. Like, and to say there's not, and there's like, for some reason, there seems to be a massive connection to stress with this energy thing. And let's just say if you're being stressed from something that you can't control, you're eating great, you'd have all your amino acids. Mm. But this situation brings itself upon you where you are super stressed and can't get out of it. And like it's uh, anxiety leads to that. And then that obviously kind of leads to depression as well. So they're saying there's a bit of a connection thing there. And that would be from an, like an external attack on the body, like rather than an internal lack of aminos. Which is kind of interesting, like. Brings that back to what I was saying, brain chemistry. And you've probably heard of these and most people will probably hear of them. Oxytocin. Oh, yes. It, the love hormone. And the feel good, kind of the comfort, the secure hormone. Mm. And cortisol. The stress hormone. Oh, go on about that. Yeah. So... The way, and as you said, you can be feeding yourself all the aminos in the world, but if your cortisol is off the chain and you're under severe stress and severe pressure. Stress hormone, is it? Stress right. hormone, okay. yeah. So cortisol is a hormone that is required in the mm. human body and it is the hormone that releases during the fight or flight. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so kind of needed hormone in such a way that... You need a bit of stress, you need to be ready for a problem or whatever, but at the same time we seem to tap into too much, is that what you mean? Well, what it does is that it's present in the body and it's, it, it's produced at natural levels depending on the stress environment. So there's a, an under, you know, a baseline cortisol mm. production to keep you fight or flighty and all the other mm. all the other potential. I mean, like hormones are complex, mm. they have different processes that and they do different jobs throughout the body mm. um yeah because i know um it's not good to tap into the fight or flight I, like i know like obviously if you need it it's good but i know like when you're fighting you're not supposed to like in, in the ring like a martial artist try their best not to actually 
because yeah. they end up using all their energy and the fear takes over and it's it's not an enjoyable experience cortisol overload that's an extreme yeah. case of stress and, and it goes against everything dumping. you're used to doing in the gym mm-hmm. which is kind of like you're trying to become this ultimate martial artist but instead you're giving into the fight or flight it's for you it's always an amateur thing as well you see in fighters mm-hmm. you know, it seems to fix itself throughout yeah it's controllable by your your stress level though mm-hmm. as in you know what you described there is a very high stress situ- situation. Oh, yeah. The highest, and, yeah, the highest, yeah. You are That's in why it's severe actually. danger. You're stressed out of your head, and cortisol production goes into calm. overdrive. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think oxytocin is going to help either in a situation like that. It might balance it out, maybe. Well, I think when you've got a kiss from the missus before you go in and stuff definitely helps. Like, but you know, you kind of, I think you need to be just super focused, calm. And I wonder, does that apply to everything really? Like if someone's in your face inside an office job and they have the authority to kind of say, look, you fucked up here. And maybe it becomes a bit of a heated situation where it's not an argument, but they almost have the authority to kind of say, look, man, don't leave that shit happen again. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that does happen in jobs. Of course it yeah. does. Big industry now in Ireland that's going on with different different industries in the in Ireland's economy. But um, like when you you take that then someone being like that to you in your face that's a very kind of similar situation where you might have to tap into that fight or flight because you're fearful of this person just spoke to me like that whereas you should just bite your tongue act professional don't take it personal you probably did fuck up if you're saying that do you know mm-hmm. it's kind of not about being right either and sometimes in, in work it's about just kind of getting by yeah you know, in, like in work you're you're under pressure to achieve achieve goals that they want as well, so you can't be just expecting to be forgiven if you keep fucking up. Yeah, I think the. the I don't know where I'm going with that. Knowing kind of wandering <laughs> off with work and you know people having pressure and yeah. One of those ones, I'd say. <laughs> probably should have grabbed that. Yeah, but yeah. I was actually going to add to what you were saying in that, in those externally stressful situations, remaining as calm and as not give a shit as much as possible is vital to keeping that. the cortisol level low. Not giving shit. You can think yourself happy. Yes. I mean, this is proved, you know, this is common knowledge. If you go on to Google, there's all sorts of people who've written books and all mm. sorts of courses and there's all sorts of lives have been changed because people have made themselves happy. Yeah. You know? Okay. And um, I was going to say Elvador. Uh, she uh, she loves the show, but she she's mad about that. All about the thoughts. Like you can change your thoughts, but you can't change your environment. She said to me, mm-hmm. "That's interesting, isn't it?" Yeah. So it's like something's so, going on around you. Someone's giving you shit, and you're just like, "Fuck him! I don't give a fuck." Yeah. Fuck <laughs> him. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. You walk away. Talk to someone else. That's the only thing that you can do in the circumstance, and that's that. But it goes back again to the chemical. Uh, to the chemical side, seeing as I'm so focused on the chemical side, I'm just trying to bring it back. Into oh, I love it. So you're well. not giving into the cort- you know? cortisol, or what is that yes, what it's called? Yes, it's the cortisol. You're not giving yeah, into you're it. You're not giving into it. I mean, like the negative effects of that, that on the body. I mean, it puts strain on pretty much across the bodily functions. Mm. Um, it takes an effect on the adrenal glands. Um, causes anxiety, and linked to anxiety. Yes. And cognitive performance so your ability to think and problem solve 
high levels of cortisol affect that. Mm. So basically, cortisol, Jesus. as you said, I mean, it puts you in this Stress. constant fight or flight. Mm. You're making bad decisions. Oof. Your body is under pressure. Your immune system is under pressure. Mm. So, I mean, maybe even more important than the putting in amino acids for a lot of people. Like, don't use the fight or flight unless you really need it. Simple as that. There's no point in tapping into that energy. It's too powerful. It can go the other way. It becomes stress. It becomes a problem. Who knows what it becomes? They're saying it's all related to all different illnesses and stress, you know? Oh, yes. Stress is linked with everything. But, um, but that's it's nasty. Heart know? attacks, you know, whatever, you name it. But um, On the flip side, though, which is good, as we're saying... Oh, I love the way we always give a twist on it then as well. Yeah. You can treat it, you know, we're saying, so, right... I want more amino acids in my brain. How do I go and do that? You know? Google the shit out of that one, like. Google excuse, it, number excuse one. Excuse my French there. <laughs> Google the, the, the shoe out of it. But you can put in, like, like always, and we always go back to the diet, mm. is put in the vitamins and the minerals. Yes. Put in the omegas, going back to last week, and the fats. It's up there. Put those into the body, feed your body what is required, and you will see an immediate effect. You know, if, if you do it for like two or three days, and if you consistently put in higher levels, I mean, off the top of my head, I'm thinking like avocados are something that everybody should try to eat. Yeah, blast out there what you think you need to put in, so... I mean, I would be saying that overall, a best case scenario <clears throat> for for maximum brain function, mental health, talk, mental health, fight, mental health, boosting your amino acids and boosting the essential fats that are also used in processing uh, nutrients in the brain. Mm. Um, so you're looking at having avocados. You have like, coconut oil. Coconut oil, yeah. Um, Oil, like oily fish is also a, a wide ranging source of aminos. Maybe be careful where you get your fish. Um, mackerel, salmon, I think the oily fish types. Um, the ones you can yank out of the ocean. The ones out of the ocean. With so, a trawler. So you'd have those for your brain function. I mean, any type of grains, like you said, anything that has a high amino acid profile, mm. uh, lentils, all of these types of foods. Pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds. Yeah. Probably sesame seeds. I mean, most nuts. I mean, you're if you're putting in those types of foods into your body instead of like breads, mm. sugars, mm. that types of thing. Try it out, like. Yeah. Do you know? Try it and see the very, very rapid result. I mean, you'd, mm. you'd feel a bit, a bit wobbly. Do it, but do it. You know, if you if you did it for a couple of days, and you just said. You'd see how you felt, you know? Yeah. Like, you'd see how you felt. It makes a difference. Like, I, I'd have good mental clarity overall. I put in a lot of that stuff. Mm. And I would feel the difference from when I'm putting it in... To when you're not. To when I'm not. And I'm by no means a saint. I mean, I eat sugar. Oh, you man, know? with like, you. We've always said, you know, we promote health, but at the same time, sometimes you got to be bold. Mm. If you got to be bold. Yeah. But at the moment, I... I haven't had any sugar for two days. Nice. I just decided that ah, I'm not going to yeah. bother. I kind of do that a lot as well. I try anyway. Yeah. And but I feel I break great. Out as well, which is 
But do you feel great when you oh, do the unreal. Can you can you feel the difference? I always start with a bicarb and lemon as well. Mm, bicarb. Yeah, it always starts me off on like a two or three day, like I'm not gonna have anything. No fizzy drink. No I usually don't have that stuff anyway, but I'm talking I'm strict on I wouldn't even have a bag of crisps. Mm. I'd be like, fuck that, I'm off everything. Most of, what most days would you have something sweet? Uh, when you're not off stuff. Close enough to the weekend to be fair. So day to day you wouldn't really have any sugar no actually and if i ever have it if i ever have it it's usually in the evening when i'm tired which is the, probably the worst time to have it as well yeah. for your body like your man said i'm in raw yeah but um the time when you definitely crave it yeah exactly and plus when you're tired i know i did nights before and stuff like that you do crave sugar so uh do nights isn't good for you because you're going to be eating sugar yes indeed but that's what it's all about feel, feel you feel the difference but uh you were saying on the flip side there um I was going to add to, to to the little thing that you were saying. Now you were saying yeah. the amino thing. So yes, um, is that that's kind of it, though, is it? Is that with the amino? But with, the, with the with the I suppose with the approach with the approach of balancing well, I, the nutrients. I suppose you've got you got to get your minerals in as well. So the minerals for the processing and the vitamins, yes. and that's where you know, your bananas come in, your yeah, spinach, yeah. your kale, mm. all those unbelievable. Mm. Plants, yes, all of all of the natural. I mean, if you can find just natural, organic, good food, and just eat a wide variety mm. of it, like juice it, whiz it up. Yeah, try not to cook it too often. If you can find that, you'll be well on the way to feeling immeasurably better from the point of view of a mental clarity perspective. And I would say at that point you can certainly go and start following dreams and doing shit you always wanted to do, which is the super cool part mm. about being on top, you know? Yeah, but that's what I was actually going to say there. Uh, well put there. But what I was going to mention was, obviously, the Dugmeister will be going off trying to find some solutions, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm all about the solutions. I love them. Bang them out. I'm, I'm researching this shit out of it as well. Excuse my French. But, um, yeah, look, basically what I got is... Uh, Suppose you connecting anyway is a big one. So not only connecting with your family and people, maybe in work and colleagues and maybe even neighbours, you know. Mm. Just like don't, don't you sing the word don't? No, is wrong. But you know, tr put yourself out there. Like if you're out in the park and the neighbours there, have a chat to them. But um, you know. Yeah, it's good to reconnect with people. Yeah. Okay, that's that's kind of what life is about as well, mm -hmm. you know. Like oh, that those interactions on a daily basis. You kind of forget that when we're like, yeah, as we know, we're lost a bit. And we we enjoy those interactions and we don't even notice ourselves yeah. enjoying them. Yeah. You walk away going, "Your man's a ledge," you know. Yeah. Kind of, Jesus, I feel great after that. Talk to him again tomorrow, yeah. you know. But um, what is the other one then? Is being active, obviously the gym. But you know, let's say you don't want to do the gym. Walking is very very. Mm. Um, an approachable step you can take, to be fair. You can just go that way with it, you know. If you didn't have any willpower to do anything, go yeah. for a walk. I love walking. I would yeah. I would like to give walking a boom back at the net. Like because big boom I back walked at to work this morning. I walked to work one day a week oh, because, because of like the, the situation. Yes. And 
I tell you, man, it was absolutely amazing. I walked down the road, it was crisp, the sky was blue, the birds Bird were tweeting. singing, yeah. there was leaves crunching on the so ground. So real, isn't it? I walked across that railway line over the inlet and it was just water, a fog, just Savage sitting on the water. Well. Absolutely amazing. And if you can find a bit of time to just go to a place like that and spend half mm. an hour in it, it just puts everything into perspective, you know. You're connecting just, with nature on your way into work. You're like, you're not taking life too serious anyway, that's for sure, if you're doing mm. that. Like. You're like, breathing it in. Mm. It's savage. But, um... You were it. saying cycling as well, you love cycling. I cycle most days, but also... Five aside, played a lot of that. Yeah, I like that as well, I think that's cool. Orienteering, do you know what that is? Oh, it's going on like mountain walks and things like yeah, that. They search and they, oh, they have yeah. like maps and they search and find like, you know, hidden treasure and stuff like that. But yes. there's prizes then and there's like, whoever's the fastest in the team, they'd have guys who are cross-country runners who don't run anymore and they do this, they'd be running like for the whole yeah. day, doing orienteering, delighted, you know. So, um, ah, very good. and then there's a cool thing they made up called coastal tearing. Yeah. And coastal what does tearing. coastal tearing do? Wetsuits. Dress up in a wetsuit. Oh, what you and, do? And uh, you go off jumping across the cliffs, jumping off into uh, caves and finding treasure that way and winning so prizes. And you're knocking around the coast best in a wetsuit, times, yeah, jumping into yeah, the water, yeah. doing this. Total Islander stuff. That is pretty super cool, actually. It is, it? yeah. yeah. Really, uh, you wouldn't do that cool. unless you were in Ireland or Hawaii or something like that, especially, you know. Mad. But, um, so coastal tearing, and then obviously finds your activity that makes your life, make you feel part, you want to make it part of your life, do you know? So it could be anything, like walking, it yeah. could be, Jesus, some people are just like, they just love being spontaneous, like I said before about changing it up, but sometimes you need to be told to change it up. Like, I get around to going to that gym, yeah. back to gym. Go for a walk. Go for a walk. Get yeah. yourself out there. And there's a lot to go into the gym, like. There's being happy. I think a lot of the time, and being strong in the mind, can mm. often come down to having the will to do so. Mm. You know, thinking yourself happy is an important part mm. of it. Yeah. Oh. You know, constant even, even positive if you're thoughts. doing those activities, I would say you need to be. You know, you know, sometimes you can start an activity and then be like, nah. Mm. Not really bothered. Yeah. You know, will I bother going for the walk? And then you just you find it's negative association. Mm. So it's important to be just doing the activity is not going to make everything better, but by enjoying the activity yes. is where the real trick is. It's actually, it's, it's, I'm actually going to get to that. Oh, nice. It's kind of coinciding what you're saying. Uh, it's on. the last one, but I'll just go straight to it there. Uh, being mindful, be more aware of the present moment. So like, as you said, walking to work for the half an hour before you go to work, you knew you 30 minutes of a decent walk. You weren't worried about work. You were like enjoying the 30 minutes of the walk. So, um, including your thoughts and your feelings. So you're like being mindful, not just about what you're looking at, but also how you feel and what you're thinking about. And then like, some people call this, believe it or not, it's cool enough. They call this awareness, mindfulness. So, awareness. no, they, they call this type of awareness mindfulness. Mindfulness. Yeah. I get you. So, you're going around with a mindfulness type of mindset where you're always like th thinking about your thoughts, you're thinking about your next step. Do I want to take that phone call? Do I want to, you know? Yes, you're not on autopilot. Am I worried about what people think? You know, like that's a big one, really. That's a huge one. There's so much of that going around. Isn't there a song, like a popular song? Um, about 
you know, now I'm all grown up and I care about what people think and yeah. I wasn't meant to be like that. Like a pop or a pop song. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. And, uh, but it's so true. Do you know what it's down to, actually? It's down to, like, um, to, like the sport and all the advertising and all that stuff. Um, achievement. Mm. So if you have no sense of achievement, that could be a thing where you'd worry then that would get you down and you'd worry what other people would think and all this kind of bullshit that's created from like being the best at this and I just want a medal at this and so there is a negative aspect to that obviously with life where people feel that they should they should have achieved more or something and all that is bollocks achievement is in the future you're learning as you go along you want to do something go do it tomorrow enter that triathlon for the next year like you know yeah. that's achievement not what you've done before so don't worry what you've done in the past drive on that's it and it's making the best as you said of the moment you know yeah Totally Being in that like, moment, looking towards the future, building towards the better you that you want to be. Just small then, obviously. Um, give to others was one. The charity work. It's a big one, actually. Mm. You, um, jump into that a bit. Giving people your time, knowing you're giving them your time. Because you choose to do it. Mm. You can prepare your mindset in a positive manner if you want to kind of approach a new lifestyle. It's a good way to start off. And then you go from there with, like, look what I've done. And now I'm going to do this next. You know, you kind of step by step. Yes, gives a bit of purpose. Yeah, step one was, you know, I started off voluntary doing this. Now I'm working doing it or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then just keep learning. New skills all the time. Just like us doing the podcast. New confidence, achievement, yeah. whatever we want to say it is. Do a new sport, martial art, whatever. We're going nice. to get to jiu-jitsu eventually. I know we are. Yeah, we'll get there at some stage. But, uh, yeah, so... And yeah. basically that's it, man. I'd say that probably wraps up mental health, does it? One yeah. thing I did want to say, actually, which was uh, which is an interesting little one, maybe we'll finish the mental health on it. Yeah. Um, addictions and what happens in the brain with an addiction mm. and why we get addicted. Oh. So, what happens? I don't know, you tell me. I will tell you. Tell me, please. What happens is that... Let me, let me have a look there now. I'm not actually, I probably don't need to look. I'll, yeah. I'll try and explain it. Pull it out of it's the brain good. there. I'll pull it out, out of the brain. The brain yes, is firing on the, the coconuts. Coconut oil all over again. Coconut oil everywhere. So what happens is that when the body is in a good balanced state and producing its own neurotransmitters, which are, as we say, serotonin. serotonin, melatonin, glutamate, yes. dopamine. Yes. Those are the primary ones. Good when the body is in good working order and the brain is firing on, all is well. You start putting in stimulants, things that cause a change in brain chemistry to produce Ooh. a change in feeling or emotion. So, which are like what would you say a stimulant is? I know no coffee is a stimulant. Oh what yes, would you mean? I would say stimulants would be like coffee, sugar, and um, oh sugar, yeah, sugar, Fuck, yeah. So uh, sugar is like coffee and coffee like that. It's very oh, powerful yes. to your oh, body. Sugar the is, addiction, uh, sugar is super addictive. Yes, yes. Um, and the way it works in the brain is super... Well, it, it works the same as all of the others. The same principle applies. But you would have... I'm probably oh, addicted it, longer to sugar. Sorry. No. Oh, we're addicted to sugar since we're, we're only babies. We're <laughs> giving sugar from a young age. Have the old age. biscuit there, like. Have a biscuit, you know. Well, Sherlock, that is what it is. But yeah. we're all addicted to sugar. But what's been happening? I won't take too long. No, you're grand. Fuck What's sake. been happening to the brain is that the brain was functioning fine. It was doing the job. All was well. In comes the sugar. Boom. 
Now, oh, the brain sake. decides, what happens is that the sugar, it either, I think it says it binds to the neuron, so okay. that the neuro, basically it begins to control the production of the mood booster. So whatever way it sits in the brain, I can't mm. articulate it properly. No, you're grand. But whatever way it sits, it's blocking something and it only releases, it only allows the release of the neurotransmitter from like the neuron. If it gets the sugar. If it gets the sugar. Oh my God. Or the nicotine, or the heroin, oh, or the cocaine, fuck. or the coffee. It's crazy, man. So that's the way it works. So when you... So your, your body makes up this decision for you. like Your body like, makes the decision. Because it goes and it travels into the brain and does this to the brain. So that's why you experience cravings. I love the way you're putting it that. So what you can do is you can manipulate that by controlling your sugar intake. You can, well, that's if you, brilliant. You reduce that down, that allows your brain to start producing. The, mm. It takes a bit of time, but then you give, then you give the aminos on top of it. You give your omegas. Happy days. Life attitude, staying busy, Boom. motivated people, enthusiasm, love it, life's unreal. Oh my God. Social circles. All very achievable if you have the mind to do it. And as well, if you're listening to this, remember, everyone's the fucking same. Yeah. Everyone worries about the same shit. Everyone thinks they should have achieved more. And yeah. that's just the way it is. Such is life. Such we're is brittle life. enough, whether we like to admit it or not. Yeah. But um, I think we're brittle enough. One thing I wanted to say, and it's going to bring us on to the next topic. Oh, yes. Is uh, you just got to be careful where you get those omegas from. Nice. Like because the fish oils, is it? There's something, there's something happening. Bollocks alert, bollocks alert, bollocks alert. Oh shit. Yes, yeah. bye. So moving on from the mental health, because we finished the mental health nicely and we're going to bang out a bollocks alert and we're going to go straight in. We're going to go farm fish. What is going on with farm fi- Frank- fish? Farming, man. Frankenfish. Ah, uh, came God. up with that one just there. Frankenfish, I love Frank it. Frankenfish. What's going on with the Frankenfish? <laughs> like stitches all over, like half a fish, half a, another fish. Frankenstein. I'm fish. going to tell you a bit about farmed fish. Blow, blow my bollocks I'm off there. I'm going to tell you a bit about farmed fish. You can blow my bollocks off there, or my tits off, whatever you want. Blow Go the bollocks it. off, yeah. So farmed fish. There's a couple of. There's a couple of negative effects to farm fish. In the same okay. way, I suppose, there's a couple of negative effects to um, all animals that are raised yes. in that way. Sorry about the old um, sheets of paper there and I was sounding off there. You just need to be sure to be sure. Yes. So with farmed fish, the issues are that in the natural wild environment, fish is not in, it, it's not in as close proximity to each other. The water is much fresher. The, um, the, the conditions aren't as crowded. It's a much more natural, vibrant environment. Like we all know what happens to water as you add human life and excrement and feed. And then you put all that into the water and you change the water and you change the filters. But look, it's hardly the sea. You know, you can put a cow in a field. Cows live in fields. Fish live in oceans and rivers of natural fresh water. Not kept in one specific park. Yes, not kept in a swimming pool. You know, child swimming pool. So yes, the child swimming. You know, so for those purposes, I mean, I I always refer back to the idea of the salmon swimming up the river to lay the eggs, and the natural, the natural beautiful life mm, that the, the salmon young has. Salmon then its full life is going back out to sea. By the time it gets out there, it's grown up. It comes back up again. It's an amazing story. Amazing. And then you have the salmon that we buy. Powerful fish. Powerful, very powerful, very mythical fish. 
salmon of knowledge. Yeah. Yes, there's it. a lot of there's a lot of legend about the salmon. Get to that one some other day. Some other day. But what happened in comparison then mm. to that? You've got salmon, and well, I'm actually going to focus on salmon because that's where a lot of the Tall research bollocks was. Alert, like. um, so the salmon, it's the opposite. You know, they're in a pool. They are all banged. They're all in close proximity to each other. They, in a lot of cases, so I've read. Mm is that they suffer from a type of a lice mm -hmm. and this lice well. needs to be treated with a pesticide. So the fishes are unhealthy in general also and they are treated with antibiotics. And the natural colour, believe it or not, of uh, farm salmon is closer to a grey colour than to a pink natural oh, colour. And I don't know if it's true in Ireland, oh. but in some countries, I can't remember which, but in some countries they use a dye, a carcinogenic dye, cancer, cancer supporting and causing, in order to Fucking dye the skin, in order to dye the meat of the salmon, red or pinkish or whatever that sam salmon color. That is sick, man. Yeah. So that is um. So th that's just one of the. That's just one of the areas. I mean, on top of that. They, they did like researching into the farm salmon particularly and this was in Norway and in America as well oh, no, I came across it, it. Yeah. Um, that they found like high like there's these things called PCBs which 16 times more PCBs in farm salmon these are cancer causing high levels of a chemical called dibutylin which is a toxin Dio high dioxin levels. The stuff is in there with them. This is all in there. In the fish is what. What's in the fish? So when you Jesus. eat the fish, you end up eating this. Toxic. Growth hormones. And one of the weirdest and ugh things. Ugh, to I use a really nice word. Yeah, come on. Is that the natural diet of fish is not grains and nuts and other animals and other fish. Yeah, chicken, pigs and shit. You have, yeah. Supposedly I mean, shit, like shit from animals, they feed them. I mean, what, what's up with that? Um, that's just insane. Like, that's the, and, oh yeah, speaking of like fucking bollocks alert, GMO food is a very high one because it's super cheap. And oh man, you can get organic GMO food. You can get, do you know what I mean? That's ridiculous. It's just insane how they do all this. Like, Wasn't I telling you the other day there was organic salmon in a shop I'm not going to say. And I was like, oh, lovely! look at this. It was smoked. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to take this home. I'm going to slice it up. I'm going to put it out with some brown bread. It was lovely the way it was smoked. But it wasn't the kind I know, of fleshy I stuff. I know the one. It was well done. So I'm going, right. And I picked it up. Obviously, I'm going to check the back of it because I'm the Irish life. Come on, like. So I'm looking, at the, I'm looking at the back of it, like. And here it is, farmed, like. How is it organic if it's farmed? I don't get it. Ridiculous. That's that loophole thing I was on about again, the organic thing. Ridiculous. So you can feed, well, they probably don't feed organic fish GMO food, I'm sure. They oh probably no, feed it, they like, probably feed it organic grain. In my eyes, an organic fish is a fish that swims up the river and you catch it. That's an organic fish. You don't say something's organic if it's farmed. Simple as that. Yeah, well, technically though, playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Farmed, you know, organic prime Angus rib beef. It's kind of different. Is it? You're not going to go out and find the wild fucking beef around Ireland instead, you know? Very true, but at the same time, you know, who, who applies the standards? They apply the loophole, I suppose, you know? It's a dark fucking 
hidden truth. The antibiotics is another one you were going to say. There, you were the antibiotics, me that yeah, they bang them full of antibiotics. Oh, Jesus. Um, just it's a big keep, one keep with animals, healthy. isn't it? I mean, it's not just, just not just fish, like it's a big one overall with animals. I mean, that's a that, that's a bollocks. Are you taking all stuff. that stuff in then? You're consuming you're it, yeah. You're consu well, Your you're consuming will. whatever the byproduct level is when oh, the animal digests and it. And, but it's like the farmed fish, the reason the farmed fish is a bollocks alert is because there's just so much wrong with it. Mm. It's just wrong on so many levels. Something about Norway where like there was a lot of pollution underneath where they were doing it. Oh, yes. Like this, right was there, what I, it. this is what I came across. That... What happens as well is that when they're when they're um, when they're feeding them, I think mm. that a lot of the a lot of the rubbish goes to the bottoms of the tank and wouldn't necessarily be swizzled out, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, bollocks alert. Bollocks farm alert. Fir, farm fish. Oh, farm fish! I think that was a really good one there, man. Uh, serious back of the net there because uh, I I remember buying salmon in I'm not going to say another place and cooked it. And then literally spat it out on the plate. Remember, literally, it was just so disgusting. And I have a buddy in work who's a pearl age proper hunter now, proper fisherman. And uh, I checked the river from every morning and everything with texts and stuff like that. He's a ledge, like this guy. And he gave me a salmon one night. And I did a bit of a thing with egg and a lot of breadcrumbs. And I made a kind of a lot of oil. And I just fried it up like five minutes each side. And it literally was the nicest thing I've ever tasted. It was like one of the, it was up there with, you know, oh my God, I can't believe I just tasted that. Yeah. And it was a fresh caught salmon from the black water in Cork. Amazing. Like, compared to the thing I remember tasting that day from the other place where I bought, spat it out on the plate, and suppose it's the same fish. They reckon if you have more than one farmed fish in two months, you're going to actually make toxic levels in your body spike. That's sick. Yeah. Fuck you, farmed fish. Anyway. Fucking, uh, anyway, moving on. Move, moving on, moving is it? On. <laughs> <laughs> moving on is a part of it now. Uh, I tell you no, man. Right? I'm not going to say anything about this, what's coming up next. But this is the most exciting part of the podcast. It took us a while to get to it because, you know, we covered some good stuff there. But, like, I'm just excited um, for you because you're going to crack this baby right open. Thanks, thanks for the, the no pressure introduction. Oh, I just think, you know. Yeah. You hold the. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Tablet this, of truth. This is super interesting. Giants, man, giants are just cool. So the, is that the kind of heading you're putting on it? Giants, well, giants and ancient history. Giants mm. with ancient history, um, and I, I suppose I just had a step back in time. And a look at what some of the what some of the ancient texts say, because that's something that we spoke about it last week, and it's something that I've always had a great interest in. So you can probably expect a bit more of this kind of talk, you know. It's but, after blowing me my brain clean open, like I'm thinking about it all week. Yeah, all the lads, Fergal at home, fucking. Can't wait to hear tonight's one, like. There, there's so much Elva, in it. Elva, same. There's so much in it, and you know, as I said, look, this is just stuff that I've come across, and it's interesting. To look, there's strong merit in it. Stop talking it down. It looks yeah. like it's potentially factual. 
Ah, yeah. Well, look, I would be, I'd always be slow to say anything about facts or, or, or not. Or dates. But, I, like, I, or wonder, dates. I always notice that about you, know, you. You're always kind of... You should be too. Yeah, you're right. I would say to anybody. It's very hard to say that's, you know, yeah. 2,000 years old BC or whatever. That's like, it. yeah, It's very hard to say that. Very you difficult You don't know, say. like... But look, looking at the giants, kind of... I'm going to frame it a bit. Frame it up. Take your time so, now, no, man. Warm up and build into it, like... A long, long time ago. A long, Ooh, long time ago. Potentially... I know you're you're always plugging me for time frames. Hey, did you just say a plug? Plugging or plugging <laughs> plugging. I know you're joking. Go on, yeah. So a long, long time, potentially four four hundred and fifty thousand years ago, six hundred thousand nice. years ago, roughly. Ballpark, you know. It wasn't a million time. It wasn't a million years ago anyway. Did time even exist? Did time even exist as it is now back then? Who knows? Yeah. But a long, long time ago, there was a more harmonious. Or the, the stories go that there was a more harmonious age on this on this planet or in this realm, whatever way you choose to look at it. Um, so I'll, in that time, the planet was a much different place. The sky looked different. The the stars were lined up differently. Um, the people worshipped a different type of religion than they worship now and a different type of religion than what they've worshipped for, for a long, long time. Right. But the, the original, the, the original, or if you go far back enough onto what texts say was the original, I don't like to say worship, veneration, I would say. Which means? Like, as in, when I say veneration, I mean that you are almost in awe of it and you are happy to you know do your best to uphold it and serve it you venerate like you belief is there like it's like you you are very passionate about what you believe in you know or the person that you believe in but what i what they believed in and what they venerated was the goddess so today we're all about the gods and particularly the god yahweh um, or jehovah so could you say, you know, mankind day one, as you're on about goddess, they worship the goddess? Yes, I would be saying, well, I'm not never saying day one. Okay. No, there's no but, such thing as day one. Okay. But before the giants came. Before the giants came. Before things there went was a little bit messy. a situation where women were running the show. And didn't you say to me before you always thought it was kind of cool the way, you know, women are creators and mm-hmm. then the universe is a lot of creation and the sun is creation and... Like Mother Earth, and it's there's a lot of like fingers pointing to female. Mm, there, there is a lot pointing to the female, but they say it outwardly in the like the ancient, I think the Egyptian texts talk about it. Um, and I think there's some, there's some <coughs> old like, like I'm not sure if it's the Dead Sea Scrolls actually talk about it, but I think there's some old Christian texts, and most certainly. In Africa, there's a lot of traditions, and in Na- in in America, the Native American Indians and the Aborigines, oh, yes. they all at their earliest, you know, in the recordings of their earliest histories, they venerated the goddess oh, nice. and the Mother Earth, and they were a part of her, and it was all, it was all harmonious, and there was a golden age upon the planet. That makes sense, though, Mother Earth and all that. Yeah, there's something to that. Like. I think so. Most certainly does. Connection to the trees and. But even. Joe Banks would definitely agree with that one anyway. Most definitely, yeah. But um, 
So you'd have the you'd have everybody worshiping, not even worshiping, venerating the goddess. So that was so the it looks like the natural, the natural order of of this world at that time was more matriarchal or female centered than patriarchal, which would be male centered. Okay, matriarchal, uh, matriarchal. which would be more female. Okay, yeah. nice. Um, so, but then something happened. So there was a change. Then. So there was a change, and they talk about changes as catastrophes in the texts and. Well, shit went down. Shit went down. And there's many different stories and there's many different viewpoints on what happened. One of those viewpoints was actually part of the, the Lana story. Yeah. That we yeah. said last week. And oh, yes. One of those, that part of that viewpoint was that what was going on on the earth is that originally there was a great war on the earth a long time ago and some invading force came and disrupted. Um, came and disrupted the natural order of what was happening and there was a massive war then the people that were in the people that were in control of the earth are not not in control of the earth the people that were um i suppose living on the earth in harmony almost yes so tribes and they came under attack and potentially there was you know, who knows what the race was at the time. It mm. was the godlike race, the magical race. Mm. Um, Who they, knows what the race yes. of humans were there? Or sorry, or the, or the race that came? The race of... Well, there was the race that was on the planet. Yes. This who, is what so the you're Lana saying who knows what says. kind of race yeah. was there? So who knows what they made up. Like the Lana story says that they were green-skinned and had elven ears, so pointy ears. The giants that came, is it? The giants that lived on the planet. So they were magical giant beings. Wow. And they were they were not male or female. They were androgynous, um, so that they could reproduce. They were they they, they reproduce naturally without having to have sex, basically. Jesus. So they were androgynous magical beings. They were actually called the Namlulu in some other texts. I think in the Sumerian texts. And the Namlulu were the beings who were on the planet. And they were living in harmony with the planet and the, the the animals and whatever was going on. But what suddenly happened was this invader force came in, or something happened, whether it was an invader force or whether, I don't know, in the Willana book she says it was in an invader force. Sorry, no, I have to just say this. Go on, yeah. But the Namnunu was... They were there, they were giants. Yeah? They were giants, yeah. And there was like humanity as well going on, some form of it anyway. At that time, like I, Lucy or at whatever. that form, I'd say no, there was okay. no humanity okay. whatsoever. Okay, so there was so, only magical beings living in a magical realm. Potentially different dimensions coinciding. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but they had yeah. powers more so than we do okay. today. Sorry, no, so um, bring it back to yeah. the other guys came then. Okay. So then there was a disruption, there was a great war, and some of the texts, many of the Hindu, the Vedas, going back to the Vedas again, mm. which have really cool stories. The Vedas said that the, that those in control of the earth, they won the war and that the planet was extremely damaged and that there was a lot of degeneration of the species. From the wars. From the wars. Um, and the massive radiation poison. You reckon there was some noose not dropped like? The, the, potentially the way, that's the way it looks that's the way it, it, it looks in the fossil record 
Um, and that's one story, and the Lana one is super interesting because it's, that is insane. Because it has that science to go behind it. So Lana's backing up the nukes potentially, or some form of nuclear oh, yes, bomb being hit. Well, the whole thrust of that story is that it was a massive nuclear, massive nuclear disaster, and there was a war that happened, and the survivors of the war had to rebuild what was left of the planet, um, and they that who we are now is a result of the degeneration of the original magical species yeah and but potentially if you go forward in time the genetic engineering of the homo sapiens species following it mm. so that kind of correlates in with the anunnaki stuff um but the whole thrust of why i'm saying this is that these were all giant beings at the time living on the planet as giants and the the most interesting aspect of the giant story is that from the point of view of our christian upbringing mm. like the stories of the bible have a crazy tale in them oh yeah of so when the giants walked upon the earth so whether you want to kind of believe it or not if you're an old holy Bible preaching, go to mass on a Sunday person. We got a bit of knowledge for you. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. The Bible does reference um, in the days when the gods came down and mated with the daughters of man. And the daughters of man bore giants as sons. Jesus. Were they able to squeeze them out like? See, this is what I was wondering about how does that work i was wondering was it genetic engineering related or did they actually come down and have uh, sex adam's calendar door? adam's calendar yeah who knows you know i mean was it is that what they did maybe like i was wondering it did you know after the catastrophe and then those who were put in charge did the cleanup didn't do a very good job and they were the watchers who came down okay so do you know what before jumping into that i'm going to tell the um story of when oh yeah back up to where you were like, yeah basically yeah. sorry no fine. just to step back <laughs> that's very enticing what yeah. you just said there i can't wait to get to that what did i just say <laughs> you're on about giants and like oh, oh. sorry go on anyway go on. so but it's the the book of enoch is where you'll find this right so the book of enoch isn't included in the in the actual bible itself there are references in the bible okay. that have the references to the giants and the mating with the daughters of men um, but the Book of Enoch has the most interesting stories about it, and that was only left out of the Bible. And is that the Sumerian text? No, the Book of Enoch is a Christian Catholic text. Okay. But they didn't include it in the Bible at the Council of Nicaea when they made the Bible. Yeah. Would I be right by saying um, the Sumerian or Anunnaki or whatever, something was copied that they had and was put into the Bible? Like oh that. yes, a lot of the stories from Samaria come from um, a lot of the stories from Samaria are included in, in the Bible. In the Bible, One from a different take, like is from it? almost the same take, and they're actually included well, they in the, a lot of the same religions all over the world. Oh. Um, like the flood, which we're going to talk about now. Yeah. Because what happened was, the gods came down, the Watchers. So the guys who were in charge of the planet apparently decided to have a rebellion against whoever 
they say God, the Most High. Maybe it was Goddess, who knows. Yes. So they rebelled against whoever was calling the shots and they came down and they either had physical sex with the daughters of men who were the regenerating species that had been destroyed earlier. Yes. And they came down and they took over, basically. Azazel was the leader. Mm. And he had a band of 200, they say. White-skinned? I don't know. I have oh. no idea what they okay. look like. So he came down and basically oh. they mixed their DNA with the DNA of the species that was already on the planet. And when the speed and giants were created. So I don't know that the women, did they take the women's DNA of the planet, which was the goddess, the mm. goddess gene, and then the males mixed these, like the, probably an androgynous goddess gene. Oh, yes. I know and then mean. they mixed their seed with it. But they, anyway, mm. they created giants and the giants went berserk. Is what happened. Jesus. Yeah. The giants lost the plot. What? Apparently, there are stories of giants that are 900 meters tall. My God. I like, there's other talks of like 250 meters. There's other, and the older you go, the bigger the giants were. Jeez. So it will make you wonder what, what the heck was going on. 900 metres, I'm not sure. Like 900. But even the fact that there's history about giants. Yes. Like, come on. That's the crazy. Just that alone. Yeah. All over the place. Every... Every culture. Every culture has tales of the giants. Every culture has tales of the giants that went mad. Jeez. And every culture has the tales of Smashing the giants. Smashing people up and eating them and all this kind oh, of... Oh, yeah. Defiling man, beast. Defiling everything. These giants went insane. They lost control. They went berserk. You could probably, you can, I think you can relate them to the Titans of Greece. So you had the original gods who were the elder gods who you could potentially say were the Watchers um, or the leaders of the Watchers. Okay. Whoever was, whoever decided that it was a good idea to come down and start messing around with the native populations of the planet, you know? Yeah, yeah. So... You had those, so they were the elder gods, probably the likes of Kronos and all of those. Um, and then you had the Titans who were in Greece. So Apollo, um, Apollo, and then the, I can't remember them off the top of no, but I, all those Titans yeah. anyway. Yeah, right. um, so these guys were walking around the planet, causing problems. And then God decided after he was petitioned, petitioned by some wise people of some sort, I can't remember who, um, petitioned to do something about it so he decided to let the giants be wiped off so there was actually someone above god going man you gotta sort that out there there was someone above the person who the was real in god charge. yeah so there was god on earth who was in control of all the humans and okay. had giants running around doing its bidding nice so the stories go yes you're yes. also talking about the times potentially of atlantis here in lemuria yes. the ancient last civilizations mm. um so you had the what was I saying? You had the gods. What was I on about? The ancient civilizations of uh, Nemoria, Nemoria. Oh yeah, Lemuria. Oh yeah, so the giants were running around and God... So the giants were running around, going mad. Smashing everyone I'm going to get the trail. Get out here, like. The elder gods who were... Oh, the Watchers. The Watchers. Yes. Or the leaders of the Watchers. They were in control of the Earth realm or the planet mm. Earth. Yes. And somebody outside was looking in, watching all this insanity going on. Jesus. And the people who were outside, you could potentially say, could be equated to like the forces of good. 
Um, nice. And apparently the forces of good decided that they were going to flood the planet and wipe out the giants. And apparently this happened about 30,000 years ago. Uh, and there is evidence of a great catastrophe 30,000 years ago. And I think they may, I think that there was an original, I think the tales go that there was an original, there was original stories that went up to 30,000 years. Then most of the giants were wiped out. But then from 30,000 years up to 10,000 years, they rebuilt the civilization. The Jeez. giants were still knocking around, Oof. still causing trouble. Then there was another flood. So there must have been a load of them, was there? Yeah. Oh, there was loads of giants everywhere. Running the show, like. Oh, giants were running the show. They were just, and like apparently, the likes of centaurs, you know, half man, half oh. beast, um, all that kind of stuff. Fucking hell. All that kind of stuff. That's mad. Yeah, so it's pretty insane. So, but the flood, mm. one or both or either of the floods would relate to the flood of Noah. Where God told Noah, get your shit together. And yeah, I'm going to flood the shit out I'm of this. Flood it. So the stories go in other religions. And I think, does the Bible say that the, he wiped? Yeah, I think he does say that he wiped the giants off the face of the earth. I think Enoch says that anyway. Mm. Definitely Enoch. Okay, nice. Um, and what, like, what's interesting now is that, fast forward to where we are today in the last couple of hundred years. And apparently they're finding skeletons of giants all over the shop. I remember seeing something on that. I was hoping you'd go to that. Yeah. Like, do you mind if I just say this? Go for it. I seen video footage, all right, of these guys, like, definitely like 1900s, 1910 or 1920. Black and white, super fast-forwarded, jumping around, and they, like, dig up skulls, and the skulls are huge. Some of them now are, like, the size of a bonnet of a car and stuff like that, like. Yeah. And then um, there was, like another thing to back it up the the most evidence you can get actually on it is the newspaper articles that were printed at the time because they don't lie there's the date the company all very authentic research if you're looking for evidence and then with that you have the discoveries of 15 fullers 36 full i came across one 36 Jesus feet Christ. and apparently these are like these aren't the giants of old 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 these, yeah these, these are like are, a genetically down the line giants like, yeah, these yeah. are giants after years and years well the of giants breeding. of old wouldn't be left surely the bones not that, you wouldn't know apparently the giants had unlimited lifespans because they had the genes of the gods so they lived forever lunatics so, so when they were wiped them. out unless you kill them Jesus Christ. Can. they were hard to kill massive what are you getting on crazy crazy scary things. but it's it's amazing like there's a bringing it over to ireland the irish mummy did you did i send that to you i think i did i sent you, you might a link. have yeah the irish mummy so there was a 12 foot mummy found oh. in antrim in ireland so a 12 in ireland. foot mummy 12 foot mummy, mummy in a coffin you can go online a and giant in, in ireland giant found. in ireland yes 12 foot mummy in ireland probably a child of another giant you're not oh, a giant. Yeah. You're not a giant for a reason. Like it's a genetic oh, yes. thing. Yes, you know your your mom was a giant. Your granddad was a giant. <laughs> all the way back the line. That's mad, boy. We're going to get to that as well, Ireland. To yeah. The, to the there's a, there's a couple of Irish tales with relating to giant. There's Balor of the Evil Eye. Oh yeah. And I think I mentioned him the last time. I looked into him. Lug, who killed him, was actually mm. his grandson. Oh. There was a prophecy. Was he a giant as well? 
Balor was a giant. Balor was potentially one of the um, either the Watchers or one of the Titans. Mm. Like probably one of the Titans. It's cool you said there. There's good guys looking out for us. Yeah. So you've got cool. the Watchers. You've got the Giants or the Nephilim, mm. and then you've got the sons and daughters of the Nephilim, and those okay. bloodlines. And then you've got the good guys who are watching this going on, shaking their heads, thinking, "How are we going to resolve it?" And didn't you say to me the sons and daughters of the bloodline from the Nephilim goes all the way to like early days of the pyramids and all of the blood well the bloodlines of the Nephilim and the bloodlines of the ruling classes run all through the histories because they're the people and who all are running the, the show. Would I be right by saying all the way up to royal families? Um oh yeah, royal families would have to have been. Anyone who was in power would be of a bloodline that was that was privileged. Same. You know? So That is just bonkers yeah, like. Yeah, giant giant blood. But yeah, the Sakusa, who's the other one? The Giant's Causeway, that's another one I wanted to mention. Like the Giant's oh, Causeway. Yes. The Giant's Causeway was apparent was mythically the story behind the Giant's Causeway is that Fionn McCool. You remember Fionn McCool? Oh yeah. yeah Fionn McCool lived in um, I think he was in Antrim again. Nice. And with his wife. Yeah. yeah. He had a wife. I think, her name was, I think her name was Una. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Class. Trump McCool. And he was having an argument with another giant that was over in Scotland. But the giant that was over in Scotland couldn't swim. Okay. So Fionn McCool started hurling bits of Antrim into the water so that he could build a bridge so that your man could come over and fight. But then your man came over and fight and he was huge. And Fionn McCool's wife pretended that he was a baby. And then your man saw the size of the baby and ran back to Scotland because he said, Jesus, if, if this fella's the baby, his dad must be huge. Oh, so he ran back to Scotland again. Class. And that's the story. Of the giant, that's, that's the mythical version of the giant's Oh, I love that shit. But Ireland has a rich history of giants as well. It does, is cool. yeah. But yeah. Um, that was just yeah. epic, man, on the giants. Oh, it's unreal. I mean, you've got the, the structures all over the world and as Lana well. And Lannacan Trail know? as well, backing it up. That, the, 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 the greatest story never told, a million words in a book that you read. Yeah. You know, that's, um, that's mind-blowing stuff, to be honest. That's like. mad. Even but, though um, there's some... Um, oh, yeah. I reckon, I reckon before. Oh, yeah. I reckon there was one more thing I wanted to say. Oh, there was a couple of stories. You were going to get balls deep into the story, you know actually. I wanted to just have a thought provoke about the megastructures. Uh, because we're talking about giants and, you know, the fact that there was maybe giants roaming around the place. And then you look at the likes of the massive megalithic monuments all over the world, like pyramids in Egypt, mm. Baalbek in Lebanon, Stonehenge in England... Yeah. You have, um, you've got like the Acropolis and, you know, all of those big, massive, the, the, what is it, the, Olymp the Olympia? No, I can't remember what it is, Mount Olympus, and that has the big Acropolis and all of these huge megastructures. Yeah. And what, what, what I found interesting was that they're all massive and it's like they were made from massive people. If you go to Egypt and if you walk around like the city we of Thebes, this. Yes. it's like... You were in Italy and you noticed this. Yes, it's like it was all made from massive people yeah. and it would it made sense if you were massive. But if you weren't... But if you weren't, you were tiny. It would be like us walking around in... 
Huge doorways, huge yes. beds. Yeah. And it would be if you took us down to the if you took us down as a ratio, if you took our house size down to, mm. yeah. to what a, a, a palace would be. I know what you mean, yeah. And you have these massive statues all surrounding them who would have fitted the you know the stat the size of the statues would match the size, you know, Petra. Petra in Egypt is another place where there's huge, massive yeah, doorways. Massive in where Egypt, yeah. It would make sense that giants were roaming around the place, you know? Yeah, so, we want it this big because we're going to hit our heads off things. like. That's yeah. it. And then you've got, <laughs> you've got pictures all over the world on the like pictures of small people and then big, massive people. Yeah. So Cave drawings. Cave drawings, all of that. I so see. It's very much like, it's very much like the human race was definitely serving the larger race the tall dudes at that time you know did you um ever hear of this the american indians the natives before they were ever disturbed way way back supposedly supposedly there was man there before anywhere but um because they came from kind of china and there that's the theory anyway yeah but they had a kind of a story about i think it was written on the caves or something like that um, they had a story about these giants coming to them. Mm-hmm. Red-haired giants, pale skin, um, raping their women, running away with their women, killing them, trying to mate with the women, and it's really sick stuff. Like, suppose they did mate with each other in front of the natives, and this is the story. It was a male-orientated thing, no worry. Uh, they were like. And this was the stories, like, and the, the natives were under attack by these giants for a certain time. Um, I don't know too much about it, but I remember I think, coming across that. I like. think that I've come across that story, that the guys lived in a cave, mm. and that they went up to the cave, and they actually, this is, this is super interesting, probably the same story. Yeah, you're right. They lived in a cave, they found the and fossils then they blockaded them into the cave, and I think they burned them out, and then they found a load of fossils. Of giants that coincided with, with the story the coincided with the story and then all the skeletons the disappeared yeah but they found multiple mummies of red-haired giants particularly in america in the usa yeah. but i think all over the world uh, there's tales of red-haired giants Supposedly and red-haired ma- gods crazy fuckers lunatics they were just like the, do- the giants who ran about yeah, they were going the ra- raping doing whatever they want like spastics just no need well, for it Whatever, what word you're going to use from, but yeah. they just shouldn't have been there. It was so freakish, wouldn't it? Whatever was going on. If it was going on, obviously. Quotes, air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. We know it probably was. Yeah. But, but it, um, that's that's super interesting. Super interesting. Yeah. I'd like to get back to the Irish stuff eventually, though. I think Irish so. History. That's a big one for this Irish life. We'll do an Irish mythology, but, most um, definitely. Yeah, I think, have we enough? Have we enough on that? Maybe yeah. one last thing I wanted to say about oh, right. it was Og. Oh, right, what's Og that? of Bashar is the most recent tale of a giant, and that's in the Bible. Mm. Og of Bashar. He was one of the last of the Anakin who are the race of giants. Great one to finish up with, yes. that, so tell that story. So, but basically, the Anakin were, they lived in in. In Israel, in, a, in an area of Israel, or maybe it's Palestine, but in that area. And Og was the king of the last of the Anakin, as oh. far as I'm aware. That's, I'm pretty sure that's how the story goes. Uh, and his tomb is in Israel. It's like a load of rocks. So nobody's ever excavated the tomb. It's a big, huge mound. 
It's a big mound with I've loads and this. loads of rocks. Yeah, that would be probably Argo Basher. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he he was um, he's like the last reference of a giant in, in the, the Bible. Bible is Argo Basher. There's many other references of giant people living. Did they ever um, do an X-ray on that land or anything? No, no, Israel wouldn't allow any of that stuff. They wouldn't. Apparently, King Arthur. Why not? You know the tale of King Arthur. Why yeah. not? I don't know. King Arthur apparently was a giant. I came across that. I don't know how true that is, but apparently the stories that say that. Can't wait to crack open the other stuff, man, because yeah. you know that that has some crazy stuff as well, like yeah. druids and ancient druids. Two a day, Danon. But yeah, um, but yeah, I'd say I'd say that's it for the the old giants. Yeah. I think that was that was a good old jump into it. I enjoyed. That's a, well done, man. That was savage. Yeah. Uh, with that, then I'm going to say a hot topic. Hot topic. Hot topic, guys. Hot chocolate? No hot topic. Hot no, hot topic. Enough. Okay. Hot topic. Hot topic this evening. Okay. I need to get my uh, my stuff together here. I did a yeah, bit of research on. on this stuff, right? I'm not going to lie to you. good work on this. I'm not going to lie to you. No, this is a new thing, all right? This is um, it's exciting as well because I think you gave me a ratio while ago of a statistic of um, how many people suffer from back pain. Mm -hmm. So, I the remember... The statistic was 80% of the world from the World Health Organization suffer from back pain at some stage in their life. Nice. That's, that was the statistic. Excellent. So it was super relevant mm. that we were going to talk about this hot topic. So, I said bang this hot topic mm. out and tell us what it is. So before I kind of go into it, I'm going to explain that there's no, from my experience with training and fucking years doing stuff, uh, I've never really come across anything that gives the same strength building to your back than, let's say, sit-ups would for your front. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you're doing sit-ups and you're kind of strengthening up your six-pack, whatever. I used to always find that the back would have a weak, like you're supposed to compensate if you use your front, you should always use your back. But um, basically what I came across, this thing is a new lower back solution. It's called the reverse hyperextension. Okay, what so does it do? The reverse hyperextension is just a movement basically. Okay. So um, the best way I could explain it to you what it does is it heals back problems. Any most back problems are related to compression of discs uh, or else a pinched nerve, which doesn't take much to do because you have to remember no two or three mil out in your body is a pinched nerve. So you could take a quick clip of something, a bump in a car could do it. You know, you could mm -hmm. actually, especially if you're not looking after yourself, this reverse hyper thing, I'm going to explain what the exercise is next. But what it actually does is it fills up the spine with spine fluid. And it also fills up the spine with blood around the lumbar section, which is the lowest part of your back, which is just above your tailbone, basically. And a lot of the people find problems with their hips around that area as well. So they get it like in their, like they're almost behind their hips, above their buttocks. And... You'd have trigger points there where you might be able to stick in an old hard ball that would maybe relieve tension and stuff like that. But this is the solution, they reckon. Right. Now I came across it. So this is a movement. So the reverse hyper, hot topic, is a movement you do for your back that can cure 
back pain. Upper and lower back pain, is it good for no, everything? No, just it? lower. Lower. Just lower, actually. It's a big okay. one for lower back pain because, as you know, doctors are puzzled. They're constantly giving out medication for your back and writing certs for work and all that. It's total bollocks. You know, or surgery. Let's take out a couple of discs there as well. Look, you're probably wearing tearing from years of playing five-a-side or whatever, but there is solutions to the problem instead of thinking you need surgery. This is the solution. Okay, I'm going to give a, a what the reverse hyper a extension machine is first, and then I'm going to give you how you can make your own homemade version. Nice. All right. So basically what the reverse hyper machine is, is if it's like a table, which is quite high, so your feet can't touch the ground. You lean your body over the table, face down, and you bend your you bend your belly button and let's say a right angle over the table. So you're 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 bent over the table. Mm -hmm. Someone could give you an old spank on the bone if they wanted to. Okay. Right. So you that picture in your head, and then you actually have to have two handlebars on the table where you can hold. And um, yeah, you can you you can you can hold. But supposedly keeping your neck straight and your head straight is very important because your your spine is elongated. Mm -hmm. If you, before you do the movement, so that's super important. And then you're in this position, like a right angle over the table, and then you swing up your legs. So you lock the legs out as well. You don't bend your knees and curl up your legs. You almost, you do, uh, I'm trying to explain this now. You just bend, bring up your legs, you lock your legs out, so your, your, your body comes into a Superman position. You're holding onto the thing, you're one straight line then. And that's one. You bend back down again. Your feet are hanging under the table because the table is too high. And it comes back up again. And that's two. Are you with me? You look so, are, so I'm just trying to picture. Are you leaning on the table and your hands are not touching the ground in any way, shape, or form? Basically, you are lying on the table as if I walked over yeah. to a table and just kind of bent myself over yeah. and placed my body, my upper body, that's it. flattened the table and then... When my body is flat on the table, I need something to hold on to mm. that will allow me then to pull my legs up from behind me yeah. to be in a superman position and lock it up. Mm. And down is one then. And you use your glutes, your gluteus maximus to do the movement. You don't use your hamstrings. Mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't use any... You just lock your legs like they're straight. Lock the knees. And you lift with your glutes. And what you're actually doing is you're working out with your glute, your muscles in your lower back so so basically the coolest thing about this is you do reps of 30 and that's you done for the day very easy to do they're about a third of the effort of a push-up very very easy to do um so i went away then and i kind of came up with my own idea but it existed already swiss ball or it's a yoga ball you just get the yoga ball you um there's loads of youtube videos to back it up super cool so you just put the yoga ball down you put your belly button in the middle of the yoga ball, so you're lying over the yoga ball, even centred. So your hands are easy enough to go in a push-up position. You also elongate your spine with your neck, and then you leave your legs hang over. So you're almost bent like a V upside down over the ball. I understand, yeah. So you push with your hands, so your hands have stability. I was actually spitting on my hands on the ground at home so I could have a bit of grip. And then you just bang out 10. So you lift the legs up and you stop when the, when the legs are in line with the spine. So the elongated spine becomes even more elongated because your legs are up. 
and what you're doing is you're actually opening your discs every time you do one so you're opening a disc opening a disc opening a disc and you actually can't do this to your spine at all if you do anything else there's no other way of doing this to your this lower back this is the only exercise physiotherapy back. yeah the thing about me i've got physio before my back how come they, they haven't told me this this is supposedly the, the gem for like fixing that, your back that's why it's a hot topic because yeah, you want to go a... back running if a bad back just do this do 30 before you go go off your run it locks everything up you're talking strong lower back strong 30 reps a day you don't even have to do every day like three or four days a week i did four i did four days this week of it what if your back is already sore what if your back is sore when you yeah, do it it's you're supposed to do it when it's sore yeah because Just get on with it oh yeah? yeah because what happens is it opens out the sore part so it takes away the pinched nerve and not only that it flushes the spinal fluid and it also flushes the blood so it's actually going to take away the pain it's going to like bring up this from we were saying last week exercise around a problem mm -hmm. like you have a bad knee do some like you know leg extensions you know the muscle around your knee yeah the exercise around the knee then the blood flow all that helps the inflammation brings it down it also wants to fix it as well same thing with the back this seems to be the ultimate workout for your back so i want people to check it out reverse hyperextension reverse there's a guy hyper. called um louis simmons he's a lunatic he has a gym called Westside Barbell and yeah. I think we should give them a prop or sorry we should yeah. give them a back of the net boom back because, of the net because uh, they deserve it and uh, they're, they're doing a lot of work yeah and uh, supposedly it's a spinal decompression movement nice so that's that's the most important thing a, a pinched nerve problems strengthens long gates and it just makes your back stronger and actually adds years to your life if you want to do something they like go back playing ball because your back is at you or whatever rugby players big problem with uh, Muay Thai and martial arts kicking your back gets a bit twisted a bit no doubt. and this is a thing I've never done so yeah. who knows well it's little known isn't it mm. but it should be much more commonly known I suppose 30 reps a day that's what a hot topic is for I did a little for. picture there you can see give that. us a look oh yeah over that's the ball and you and the yoga ball nice so, Anyway. I can see. I can. I can understand how it works as yeah. well. I can yeah. see that. The I hope they people at home get the picture. But yeah. uh, if you don't, just Google it. It's yeah, that that's it. Reverse hyper extension. Google that. Yeah. When your man's home. name again? Louis Simmons Louis from Simmons. Uh, Westside Barbell. This is a uh, gym. Hello, well Louis. Oh, he's a. Uh, he works with a lot of fighters and stuff like that. He's like a real legend. But um, yeah. So actually, yes. speaking of fighters, there, speaking man. I was fighters. going to give a mention there because it's just super interesting. Next week, I'm going to pull out the old wild card here. Next week, we have a special on the origins and history of martial arts. Yes, indeed. Two of us are covering it. Covering it. We have a lot of research to do. Supposedly, China goes back six hundred thousand years. That's just insane. It's the martial arts history. Yeah, oh yeah. Got it. Who's walking around? Did you? Who's doing martial arts? I'd say the giants were teaching it. Yeah, imagine that giants doing martial arts. Yeah. But, um. That's sick. So, yeah, so we're going to cover that. We're actually going to cover how um, it came from. Do you remember I was talking about nature before? Like the, the snake would be the jab and the gorilla would be the wrestler and. I do. The, the monkey claw and all this kind of stuff. The, the take that we're going to approach it with is that but also the fact that a lot of it came from the battlefield mm. so you'd lose your sword in the battlefield and you'd lose your knife and you'd lose your shield and before you know it it's down to hand-to-hand -hand combat and you got to kill your man with your bare hands 
So then they started really getting specific on what to do and you know, supposedly the origins of judo was all neck breaks. You get your man in the headlock, you just flip him, neck broken, flip him, neck broken. You could go through 20 people breaking necks. <laughs> that was the original judo yeah. on, on the uh, battlefield. And obviously then, you know, if you lose your sword, supposedly the kick in Muay Thai, that's, that's, the, that's the sword being replaced. When you check in Muay Thai, John Mitchell, no other man about here now, but when you check in Muay Thai, that's the shield. Mm -hmm. Like when you throw the punch or when you throw the elbow, that's the crossbow or the bow and arrow. Oh, really? Yeah. So um, the flying knee is the spear. Um, there's a lot of stuff that integrates with what am I going to do when I lose all my weapons in yeah. the battlefield, you know? And, and that's where martial arts... That's where martial arts actually came from, which is fascinating, I think. And then obviously we're going to bring it all the way up to... Bruce Lee in China making movies and Hollywood got hold of him and what happened then is it came to Ireland and again, every country actually got a fair uh, time frame so that's why you've uh, world champions all over the world in different countries because mm. everyone started together yeah like it kind of started in the 60s everywhere everyone got into karate because they couldn't find kung fu it's kind of the same thing anyway copy whatever Bruce is doing I'm talking Cork was rampant was a lot of oh Serious tournaments going on in Cork. Really? Fighting karate versus taekwondo tournaments, kind of mixed martial arts, but they'd be standing up tournaments, you know? Yes. Um, so we're going to talk about that as well. Really interesting Looking history. And that. how it all leads into Muay Thai today, because that's a very popular martial art and MMA. Yeah, I but, think um, that's going to be super cool. Yeah, plus we're having on John Mitchell, for sure, next week. Yeah. I was talking to him. Excellent. So, all good there. Looking forward to it, John. And uh, yeah, so basically, um, while we're on that topic, my friend. We may as well have a little... Bit of an old UFC. A little dip in. What's going on? We're not on? going to stay too much on it, no. We're, we're going to stay too much. But we're going to have to mention McGregor and his supposed knockout. I saw what today. What the fuck is that about? Excuse today, my French. I saw him today and he looked fine. He had yeah. no broken nose. He looked grand. It was a picture on Instagram. like fresh. fresh. Some kind of carry on. Something. something you couldn't hide a broken nose either because the bridge would be all busted up. It actually, you'll never fix a broken nose. Yeah. So uh, that's you'll always have that lump, even if you break it once, you can see it. So I don't know, did he break it before, or whatever? But his nose looks pretty good. Like yeah. I, you might be able to hide it with a bit of makeup and a bit of and a bit of plastic surgery. I doubt it though. He looked very fresh in that picture. Nah, good lighting fresh. and stuff. He was hot off the um, hot off the hearing. You know, he got fined 150 grand. Uh, you know that 150 grand oh, for, yeah, yeah. for the battle throwing incident. He said Nate Diaz didn't turn up for the hearing. Nice. Diaz. Love it. Yeah. How much like, did he get fined? He, he got uh, one of those continuances or whatever they're called. You oh, because he didn't just, turn up, is it? They just delay it. So McGregor just turned up and said something like, I, I get fined more than you bums get paid. <laughs> He's a see some man, like. He's only uh, saying what people are thinking. Oh, yeah. say. Okay. But look, if he did get knocked out in training, we were talking about this before, I found it hard to believe because Kavanagh is one of the guys I found very, I admired. They spare fast, not hard. Mm, yeah, you said that. And uh, that means like you flurry with shots. You don't fucking try hit him hard. Like so, it's interesting if he did get knocked out. And what I was thinking, if he did get knocked out, McGregor hits really hard. So if he's sparing someone who's a very high level boxer or, or someone who's after getting in to fight to spare for this next fight, which he probably did do, like if he's going hard with your man, it's only it could be the last thirty seconds in the room where they really go hard. Mm. It mightn't be the whole spare. Yes. So there is a lot of spares that go like good intentionally, good chat beforehand, and then 
And before you know it, like you're in round six or seven with your man and you're thrown down, you know? Yeah. So like, I just hope that that, that hasn't happened. I don't think it did happen anyway, but suppose it came from a very reliable source when they came up with this about him being knocked out. Uh, and the, the last thing that I was going to say is if he was knocked out, which I don't think he was, but if he was, 30 days before your fight is not a good move because if you get knocked out in a fight, you're not allowed to fight for 30 days. Oh, yes. So there's a bit of a catch-22 if you're after getting rocked, let's say. But if you're after getting dropped and knocked out, you're definitely yeah. going to be worrying, Mike. But I'll tell you one thing, it's definitely got people talking and... And Alvarez is licking the chops thinking I'm just going to go for it here, like... Alvarez is going to go for it. We'll see how he gets on. Mm. We'll see will he put him on his back. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. And Can't Bisping, Bisping beat Hendo. Oh, yeah. What do you think of that? Do you watch it? didn't see the fight. Five rounds. I didn't think Dan Henderson could go five rounds at his age. 46. Eh... Uh, Probably. No Just comment. For that one last time, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, he he dropped Bisping in the uh, in the first and in the second he kind of clocked him with a nice shot as well and didn't really drop him. But Bisping hurt him as well in the second. Yeah. But Hendo then just kind of went down. But Kenny Florian reckons uh, four rounds to Bisping. I heard like Hendo at the end going, "I won. What the fuck, like?" But like if you actually watch the fight, Bisping was doing some cool Muay Thai. Yeah. He was doing a lot of step kicking. Like John Mitchell again would love what I'm saying, you know. Like coming in with the step front kick. So he'd be tended to check and then boom, he'd crack Hendo with a head kick with it. Mm-hmm. And then he'd body kick him with the with another leg and a very kind of kick orientated game, which is a great thing to do because your legs are longer than your man's hands. So if you kick him and he's trying to punch you, kicking's probably gonna win once you move yeah. around, you know. You gotta keep fitness again. But Bisning's the man. He's the most yeah. fittest dude ever. He's doing well. I said his resting heart rate was 42. I was wrong. It's actually 36 or 32 or something. Oh, my gosh. He's one of the fittest men alive. Like That's crazy. He got basically knocked out before. And he got you know, dropped a couple of times in fights. But he's a beast. Like He can come back. He's got some serious mindset. I think hats off to the man, to be honest. His mindset alone, he deserves to be champion. They're all knocking him because he didn't stop Hindo or whatever. But he's an animal, like. I'd say he's going to give anyone problems. A win is a win is a win. Especially that's when it. you're t- defending a belt. But, um, yeah, and do you know what? Obviously, everyone else on the card that's coming up. We went there with Wonderboy and all that kind of stuff and uh, Woodley, you know. That's... Yeah, what else is coming up? Is there anything, else? Is there anything coming I, up? Do you know what I'm actually starting to like? Days? Bellator. I haven't watched any Bellator fights I yet. think Bellator are going to... I think the likes of Irish fighters now... A lot of them are going to try to go to Bellator. I'd say Bellator are going to take them. Bellator are talking about having an Irish show. I saw, I did see that. Mm. Yeah. I reckon we should get behind Bellator because they're going to look out for fighters because that would be a niche in the market. Mm-hmm. You know, UFC aren't really doing it. So well, look, it's big business at the end of the day. And you know what? In big business, the world is a big place. And mm. there's plenty of room. I mean, you've got Coca-Cola and Pepsi and, yeah. you know... You know, all those kind of Man. comparisons of the Sorry, big companies. No. Do you mind, as you say, Coca-Cola you know? there, do you know that Santa Claus was originally green? Was he? And like blue or something. Different in different countries, mostly around the world, up really? to like 1930. That come and then Coca-Cola green? made it red. Are you for real? 1938 or something like that. that Supposedly that's a fact. Like. That's an interesting fact. So Coca-Cola are single-handedly responsible for, a for red Santa Claus. For the red sleigh, the red... A coat, red hat, the whole. Yeah. 
Santa yeah. Claus. I love the way the only myths that people believe in at any stage is the ones that actually. Well, green true. would make more sense because green is the colour of the pine tree, and the pine tree is a celebration for Christmas again. Probably yeah. holding on to something ancient that we don't even know. Oh, you know, why do we have a tree in a room for Christmas? Come yes. on, and the then, pine tree. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of vitamin C hanging off, and you don't even know. Yeah, that's Come what we should on, be having then. for the dinner. <laughs> Chop up the tree. Yeah, pine pine cones. But uh, oh, actually, do you know it's quite relevant to? I suppose like UFC. They're known better to We're gonna we're gonna wait for the martial arts thing next week. That's gonna be exciting for listeners. Yeah. I know a lot of people like Don, you know, and stuff are gonna be psyched for that. But um, I think, I think we're okay. We haven't. We don't need to reiterate anything really. In podcast number eight here. You know, I think we're we're solid, like not like go through no, the card and all that. No, no. no, I think there's nothing really happening in UFC at the moment. I mean, yeah. there's boys are training away. Do you know? I'd say it's probably time to try to wrap it up. What's the time? Yeah. Well, I was going to say that you were you were on about mental health, and we looked into it in a big way. Yes, First topic, indeed. we covered a nice bit of it there, about thirty minutes. And for the final thought, wouldn't it make more sense to kind of say stimulating your mind? with natural things and your body yeah. natural things like books and your ebook for instance mm. like you know like reading getting in depth having a coffee sitting down just giving yourself some time like i loved it. it's actually at night time i get my bit of time when all the kids are in bed i get this hour or two you know i might have a little read or something or like I, that's a stimulant to me like you know it stimulates my mind it makes me feel like i'm learning meditation does it um, a new one actually I thought of it's a big one in Sweden and Switzerland and all these really cold places saunas mm. into sauna for like half an hour oh, cold showers in between then and drinking water steam rooms the same clearing out all the mucus out of your body and super interesting stuff because yeah. we don't do enough of it really and these are all obviously don't do stimulants again like trying yeah. out different things I don't mean Bikram yoga either. I mean just going into a sauna, drinking water, chilling out. That's it. Relaxing. Have a relaxing day. But yeah. doing doing enjoyable, spending your time enjoyably and on activities mm. that are going to nourish you. Yeah. And feed your passion and your desires. And Stimulating your mind and your body. Yeah. It's very important, I think, to be able to find out what stimulates you. Mm. Do you know, I think to to be able to understand what is it that gets me gets me happy mm. what do I enjoy is it the books is it going for a run is it going for a walk you know I'm sure like being close to your better half is oh, probably yeah. important to there's them. actually there's a I think I came across some research you know oxytocin oxytocin which is the love hormone yeah is again which increased. helps pregnancy and helps babies come out and all this stuff yeah. yes indeed. and they give women artificial versions of it to bring on pregnancy Indeed they do, you're right. Yeah. But the oxytocin is uh, produced a larger amount, so if you're having sex or when you're close to a person or when you're cuddling or... cuddling, you know, when, when you're feeling the love. Mm. So most certainly any activities like with your partner I think is is really cool. There's some of the most enjoyable times that you can spend is with your partner. Is with your partner because Absolutely. You know, they're they're your other half and you Well they're the one person you can trust yeah. more than anyone. And when you're both sharing 
the, an experience of enjoying each other's company and mm. you know whatever it is you're choosing to do it's I think building like yeah. that's definitely nourishing for the mind and the body and just and you'll be happier about yourself and all that like it makes sense you know you're going about your day yourself and your chick are solid like you know yeah. and you're making the effort like and you're kind of looking forward to the next time you're going to go away or you know yeah Good though, good way to think because uh, a lot of men are very macho and bullshit. Like, fuck that, come on, like, well, time come, for the wife. There comes a the time, time and place, yeah, doesn't there? Have fun, you know, enjoy your life, stop worrying what people think again with the macho shit. That's it, you know, get enjoy on with your it. life and have a bit of crack with your woman, like, yeah, 100%. You're dead right, yeah, totally, some, man. Some of the best laughs are had. Oh, without a doubt, that's yeah. probably why you fell in love with her in the first place, because you know what I mean, is, yeah, but, exactly. Um, and with that note, that's a final, final, perfect. Final, final thought indeed. I think, uh, are we going to wrap it up there? We're going to wrap it up this Irish life, man. Uh, number Irish eight. Life, number eight. New and improved version. Yeah, I think that was uh, very enjoyable. Yeah. Well done, man. Nice. Put it there. Well done. Very okay. good. So, and on so that. So, it off there, I suppose. On that there, we're yeah. going to say, talk to you next week. Talk to you next week lads and we'll have another action-packed podcast. Absolutely. This Irish Life. Thanks for listening everyone. We're getting a lot of the hits, life. a lot of listeners. Keep coming, keep sharing, like us on Facebook. Please Tell like all us your on friends Facebook. if you enjoyed it. Yeah. Tell everyone and spread the good, yeah. spread the word. And uh, We're not trying to get anything out of this but just to keep it running. Keep it running. Because we know it's good. You know, it's download the ebook from go yeah. to the, go all to the positive Irish stuff Life on the e-book. Take the ebook for free. You know, give it to people and, um, you know, have... Give it as a gift to someone, not a bad one. Give it as a gift, the gift of life. Maybe mm. we'll send happy birthdays to people on Facebook and give them the e-book. Ah, brilliant. <laughs> That's what we should totally do. Happy anyway, days. So, right, lads. Take care. See you later. Bye now. Bye-bye.